Welcome to episode 121 of the Book Wars Pod. Uh, I'm Kristen. I'm here with Kate and Chris and Miranda. <laughs> um, and the official cat of the podcast, Tony Soprano the cat. Oh my god. Soprano has a strike through it. Uh-huh. Um, Miranda <laughs> has not decided that that's his name, but I have. So I, I, I can be down with Tony, but he's not going to have a middle name. <laughs> No. Or if he does, it's going to be something really stupid. Sure, or Russian. What's the Who's difference? <laughs> <laughs> ah, good one. This is great. Um, this is your, uh, if we're the only podcast you listen to for some godforsaken reason, this is your weekly reminder to uh, keep remembering that black lives still matter, you dumb fucks. Um, and also stop listening to our podcast. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and also the reminder that mattering is the bare minimum and that white people need to do better. Great. Uh, today on the podcast, we're going to talk about The End of Alphabet Squadron by Alexander Freed, chapters 15 through the end. Um, Miranda's good thing of the week was she got a cat. Has Orca stopped pooping? Yeah, our good thing of the week <laughs> is that Orca is no longer bleeding out his butthole, so that's great. Great. Uh, my that's good thing great. is that I finally got The Last of Us 2, which was supposed to come on Friday, and then UPS tried like wanted me to die. Yeah, it's Tuesday for those. Yes, we are recording that's... this on a Tuesday, and I'm just like, it is Pride Month. I want my gay murder daughter. Why are you trying to fucking hate crime me over fucking here? Fucking homophobic. Just... That is so homophobic. It's so fucking homophobic. I know. And Chris also like called them a b- bunch of times, and then the final time when he called them, they like just like hung up on him because they're like, I don't even want to deal with you anymore. And I'm, God like, Great. bless having people in your life that will make phone calls for you. <laughs> it's, Quinn it's is like, up. nobody likes making phone calls. I'm like, yes, but some of us have nervous breakdowns during the phone calls, which is like why we ask you to do the thing. Are you drinking Michelob Ultra right now? I'm yes. so happy. I This is the last one we have from when <laughs> back before the world ended. Huh? Are we out of beer? Yeah, this is oh, from shit. back before the world ended. Yeah, no, I should have told you to get seltzer at Target when you went out today. Yeah, well, um, this is the last beer from before the pandemic, but when, like, before the world ended and we were allowed to have people come visit us. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. Oh, my happy thing of the week is uh, that I didn't die in an electrical fire when I accidentally <laughs> flooded my basement yesterday because I was trying to do a chore. You know, that is a good thing. <laughs> that is a good you know, thing. It really, I'm not kidding. Like, uh, and I didn't damage any of the expensive audio equipment down there is the other thing like i know that's like a very things are replaceable people are not um i also could have died in an electrical fire yesterday because i'm an idiot not because i'm an idiot just my lint trap fell off and then it blocked the output to the washer it was a whole thing um anyway mom's drinking Michelob ultra (laughs) which is lit (laughs) i just finished it now have gin because i'm just mixing it's fine what do you don't oh my god me (laughs) she's gonna play video games tonight fuck you dad stop being homophobic she's she's not going to sleep i'm not going to sleep like it's i understand that he's already wake up for work tomorrow and she's still gonna be playing her game it's that's probably so oh god that's yes. just, that's I know. So you guys hate the Yoda. Yes, I love it. Oh it's God. great. Um, bad chills. Bad chills. What are you drinking, Dad? Uh, I'm drinking water because I've been shitty about hydrating today. Great. Ooh. Good, healthy choices. 
You love to see it. What about you, Burbo? I am drinking a beer. (laughs) Big if true. (laughs) It is uh, the Occidental Northwest Pilsner. Um, It's a collaboration with our friends over at Level. Um, Yee. It's a little hoppier than you think a Pilsner would be, but that tracks if you've ever had (laughs) uh, Level. Is it it also like 5.4%? It's like 5.2 or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's it, sure. it's really good. Um I like it a lot and S- send me a photo of the can for the Instagram maybe with the that's mm. not I don't mean it right now. I don't want it right now. Send me a photo down. later. <laughs> She's going away. Oh, I was going to say or send the photo right now but don't do it as a screenshot on our Google Hangout. Correct. Fucking <laughs> god. Um great. I, okay, yes, yes, great. I was going to say, um, sorry for any extra jingling because Orca is extremely needy this evening and insists on being in my oh, lap. Yeah, I was going to so say, I just looked over and he's just like right there. He's in my <laughs> lap. He's sniffing the microphone. He's he's having a time. He's staring at me. He looks yeah. like really offended that I'm not also petting him Good. from across the room. <laughs> that sounds right. Fuck you, Chris. Yeah. Um, also, if uh, Tony wakes up and starts moving around, he's got a little bell. So Hey, Tony! Oh. Yes. I love it. Um, uh, I... My outside noises today um, are the fan that's right next to me. And also the dog was absolutely squeaking his toy during the intro. But I have to keep the door open because it's 83.3 degrees in this office where I'm recording. Um, Because I believe it is. uh, Let's check. Let's check ye old weather app. Um, It is. I think when we started recording, it was still 90 out at 8 p.m. here. So. Uh, it has now dropped to 83 so we're almost at uh open the windows territory we have almost reached equilibrium (laughs) fuck my life (laughs) um yes it is so hot here late in the day and it is so stupid um great we were uh we were doing fan talk that i hopefully edited out um (laughs) guess we'll find out jesus uh it's hot that's the oh oh i'm drinking something delicious sorry uh, <laughs> I forgot to ask myself what I'm drinking. Um, Kristen, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking the three-way IPA, which I've had definitely on the pod before, but not the new one. Um, so they, I know I've at fucking explained this times before. I'm not going to explain it again. It's called the three-way IPA because it's a collaboration between three breweries. Two, uh, the one that always does it is Fort George. Um, and they always pick one from Washington and one from Oregon. And this year it's Fort George and Level and some brewery from Washington I've never heard of as fucking usual. Hold on, let me not shade them. Um, uh, nope, don't know. Does it say it on here somewhere? What the fuck? Oh, Structures Brewing. Sure. That doesn't sound made up. Um, <laughs> anyway, you guys can see the can. It's great. It's got a little monkey playing the bongos. And it's got a dinosaur playing the guitar. And then it's Love got it. an anteater playing the... Uh, keyboard um it's an ipa they put it out every summer and it's 7.2 percent alcohol by volume and it's really good that's nom, uh nom, that's nom. i die territory so oh i mean <laughs> I, i'm pretty sure it's always 7.2 percent that is i die territory <laughs> i know you need to not come to oregon i know it's just a, it's just stupid um <laughs> Great. Now that we've concluded fan talk, um, oh my god, <laughs> let's talk about 
Um, wait, Miranda, you didn't tell anybody about the cat. We, they ju- it's just a nebulous cat. I mean, check our Instagram. There are beautiful oh, photos I, of the cat. But it's he's a, a chunky cat. boy. He is a big fucking boy. <laughs> oh, my God. This cat weighs 19 pounds. <laughs> I live on the third floor of a walk-up. <laughs> oh, my back still hurts from thing. bringing this fucker up the stairs oh, on God. Saturday. <laughs> but he is very sweet. That's oh my gosh, boy! This cat can moment. swallow orca like a cobra. Oh yeah, yes. I'm sure. Well, once he like is comfortable eating again and remembers how to be a cat. Sure, 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 this, sure. This cat he's is getting two there. orcas. He seems like he's doing great at remembering how to be a cat, though. Yeah. Like he's his learning curve was very short. He's so snuggly. Miranda's just been nonstop so sitting here. Cuddle, cuddle, snuggle, snuggle, baby. <laughs> um, great. Let's get into the depressing part of the podcast. Although Where we nobody talk about Star Wars. Nobody <laughs> died, which was surprising. That was Was anyone else surprised a, by that? I mean, a lot of people died just not in Okay, fair, squadron. but like I so I I was not only because this just leaves room for Freed to just like kill off like Will in the first like 3 chapters of Shadowfall, which is the second so book in this trilogy weird. and um yeah just just murder me right fucking there we're doomed yes <laughs> extremely um, yeah no i i wasn't surprised only because it's the first of the series two I, more books of misery I, so Shadowfall actually came out today as we're recording i know i, I saw that on the yet. calendar i was I, like star wars <laughs> i don't we don't have it yet um we ordered it from a different bookstore than usual and they've been inundated with orders which is totally fine they should take their time um, because you should order books from black-owned bookstores. Yes. Yay! I was going to say, Chris, don't beat around the bush about why you ordered from a different bookstore. Yeah, Shout no, out the are... black bookstore well, you ordered from, you fucking like, weirdo. from a black-owned bookstore because I spend my money responsibly. Like, I don't want to... Like, you know, I, I know. Don't. I'm just saying, like, shout anyway, out to black-owned yes. indie bookstores. Shout out to loyalty bookstores in... Um, <laughs> I want to say Silver Spring? Yep. In Silver Spring, Maryland. Um, yeah, right? Burb's happy. It's... <laughs> Got one cheer in the peanut gallery from from Burb over here. God, no. yes, we're we such Maryland. fucking Maryland trash, Miranda. Oh my God, we see. Um, why, but so anyway, it, why are you like this? <laughs> anyway, we don't have it yet, and I'm like already terrified because every single person that I've seen read it is like very not okay. Oh boy. Oh, super. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, no, Fuck. I just, just like, empty, like, like all, all I sense from them is that emptiness that you get inside when something terrible happens and you don't even know how to react and you're just, you're just a hollow shell of yourself. So yeah, we're going to have a good time. I was still expecting they were going to kill somebody off sooner. Hi, hi Jasper. I think it he makes just came sense in, He came don't. in here to lick my hand and then he walked away. <laughs> Listen, um, he's a dog who knows what he wants. I know. He's, he got his life jacket today um, or, no, or the other day, whatever what is time um <laughs> yesteryear he got it every day is a century this month um great uh <laughs> our merry band of uh stri- strict through stricken str- struck through <laughs> struck through heroes <laughs> comes together for the final boss kate's the final boss and uh i'm an idiot um oh my god <laughs> anyway so uh they're gonna go try to defeat uh, the baddie bad squadron. What number are five four oh five five two oh four? Great, two oh four. 
the one that killed everybody and all the stuff than the one that Erica came from. Um, So they're going to go try to fuck them up and grandma. So that's where we're at. Um, Good old Fuck them up and grandma. I'm going to fucking... Where is the lie? All of that was accurate. I just... I forgot right. the numbers. So I often do. Oh God. <laughs> so um, the the end of the last bit that we read um, for last episode, Harris is there. She's you know she's reviewing Erica's plan. And she's just like, wow, what a fucking terrible idea this is. Have fun with it. And she <laughs> she sends him off because because she's Hera. And then turns out, uh, what a fucking terrible idea to. I don't know. Like, it's not good to have anything in common with Anakin Skywalker, especially and including setting an entire planet on fire. <laughs> yeah, God, that really was an Anakin move, wasn't it? Uh, I said what I said. L- l- I just also can also as an aside, Chas McChaddick would be <laughs> the motherfucker in Alphabet Squadron to blast the fucking fuel tanker that sets the entire planet on fire. That's a big fucking Anakin mood. Yeah. Is Chastachatic just Anakin? Have we considered that? Like, Have we seen them in the same room at the same time? Very chaotic good. Um, They just like took Anakin's limbs and then like put a new body in the middle. Ew. (laughs) Oh, I hate that. Anakin also learned to transfer his consciousness. The Emperor transferred his into the weird fucking clone on Exegol. Anakin transferred his into Chastna Chaddock. I know. Well, she's very emo the whole fucking time. I was like, wah, 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 I don't matter. Shut the fuck up. She, yeah, no, that and her, like, taste in music is definitely just, like, her, like, garbage-ass taste in music is just probably very Anakin. Yeah. Anakin. Yeah, Anakin-ass taste in music. Um, I was gonna say, I haven't heard a whiny bitch this whiny since Anakin. God damn. She's she just, just like, really wants to die. She just, I know. She just really needs, she just feels a deep, deep and abiding need to be a martyr. And I'm like, that's not. That's not how martyrdom thing. works. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Chas, we're going to sit down and we're going to watch Rogue One because Jin is not great for the first two acts of that film. No. She also, like, um, ah, is very God. broken. We yes. did like a whole ass there's a book about it. She, there's, she's not okay. <laughs> yeah, she's. No, I no, would. Jin is not okay. I would tell you to listen to the Book Wars pod, but don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't blast that over the speakers during. Don't the blast song. it. Furthermore, yeah. notably furth- a bad podcast. <laughs> furthermore, this was, like we discussed that book like first three episodes. Fucking oh, yikes, y'all! Yeah, don't listen to that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that was back when we were more of a podcast, but our audio was terrible. So. Yes. So. <laughs> Whereas now we're just a collection of shit posts. Yeah, I mean, and our audio true. is way better. I did not come out to be attacked like that. Oh I'm too a collection of shit posts. Oh my god! <laughs> Where's the lie? <laughs> anyway, so um, cool. So this, this is. It, I was gonna say it says this is super not a win, but what do we learn? <laughs> oh gosh, I yeah no um I don't know who did, I don't know who did the outline because I didn't do the outline because I was playing my fucking. Miranda did the outline. Good game. job, Miranda. Oh, I didn't really? unsupervised outline. Mm. She did. Hmm. <laughs> I, you know, it's if it was funny. me, it would have just ha- said like two things. So you know, it wasn't that. me. Should have known that. All right. Well, it's interesting 
what like well one of the things one of the things you included that I thought was that I also thought was interesting was the way that they kind of like Alphabet, Alphabet Squadron and Shadowwing working together to unset the planet on fire <laughs> which yeah. which was which was actually kind of lovely because I was just like I mean Will is the one who like reaches out to them first and finally he's just like okay listen the entire atmosphere is literally about to be a series of flames so what if it didn't do that and we helped? <laughs> yeah, and Erica's like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> we got to get the people off the planet in the city that's directly underneath this giant ball of fucking fire. And Will's like, all right, bitches. <laughs> We're not so different, you and I. <laughs> you have your TIE fighters. Oh, my God. And me, I've got all these fucking broken people and beings. Will, um, Will actually what? just gave the speech from Independence Day. Oh my god. He did. Where's the lie? Uh, yeah, that's cool. Um, <laughs> but it is, just to make an actual point, like it is interesting because the whole thing about... How dare you try to make a point on Book Horse Pod. I know. Um, because like Hera's whole thing throughout this whole thing and like kind of what we've been seeing from Adon and from Nath and Aiden, fuck Aiden, you. Damn it. Aiden and Straight Nath and everybody who's, who's kind of been involved with the rebellion <laughs> is that they don't, they don't know how to win, right? Like they, they've been surviving. They know how to survive and they know how to like fight, but they don't know how to win. Like, again, we've, we've talked about it before, but very Hamilton vibes, but like, it's, and Hera literally says that. Like, we 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 pumped her full of a few like you know space beers, and she's just like, "Yeah, we have no idea what the fuck we're doing." And I'm like, "Oh, mom." <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> you're not supposed to say that part out loud. I know. Yeah, she doesn't give a shit. She she's like, not. "I am so tired from being a mother." That is so true. A single mother, no less. Mm -hmm. I know. Thanks, Filoni. Anyway, go on. Um, I'm not but, mad. I'm not so mad. it's interesting because we see this obviously not a win. As we said, like, the plan went not quite as wrong as a plan can go because they did get an arrest and the entire squadron didn't die. Other than that, those are the highlights, really. And, but then they, like, they pivoted, right, to, like, damage mitigation to actually Pivot. helping people, which is very, like, I feel like back to basics for the Rebellion in a way because they got their start with... You know, you think about the Mercy missions that we've seen in Rebels and in some of the short stories. You think about um, in Twilight Company when they take their stand to defend Solace, even though it's not, you know, the, the quote-unquote strategic objective. And so it's interesting just to see that dichotomy of when, when winning isn't work, just go back to surviving. Yeah, mm -hmm. don't tell, no one tell Mon Mothma that they need, like, spaceships and torpedoes and stuff oh, to... Do that, yeah. Um, uh, star piece that like that is a very um, rebel move on their part. Um, especially like we can shit on Erica's loyalties all day, but she's like, oh fuck, like we gotta save these people, which is the first rebel-like thing she's done. But I also can't help but think about like what would the Empire do in this situation. Because I can tell you, it happened on fucking Scarif. They'd be like, oh, we got these folks down there and the whole planet's about to light on fire. Proceed. 
Yeah, right? Seriously. Yeah. Now, I, the it's... Empire was like, but what if, consider, we blew it up? <laughs> yeah, no. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, God. <laughs> one, yeah, one thing that, that has been Erica's, like, moral through line through all this is just, like, what is what is the human cost of everything that she does? And... I think I said this last episode, but I'm really curious to know if that is, you know, something that's new for her or if it's something that she was thinking about even when she was in the Empire. Because, like, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like knowing that would say a lot about her character, but uh, that's just not really a whole, something that we're given. Um, Like, I think we're, I'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but... um, when Irga's with the Empire, she's more like, I, you know, I'm doing this because I'm part of a team and my team is my family, like my crew is my family, that very traditional Star Wars thing. Um, what on earth? Sorry, I'm mesmerized because Kate's fluffy sweatshirt fell onto the ground and Orca currently spent the last 30 seconds trying to, like, fashion it just right into a bed. He was, like, kind and of kneading yeah. it like yeah. a cat. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was, it was oh, great. Yeah. Now he's comfortable. It's he's perfect. Yeah. Like, you've got to take a picture of this. Yeah, yeah, well, I'll take Please. Right. Yeah, um, silly dog babies love to do that. Jasper does not do this, obviously, because he's uh, cha- chaotic good. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, Greg does that. Little baby Greg. Oh. He likes to take blankets. Uh, he, like, makes a nest. Oh. It's so cute. Maybe it's a chihuahua thing. I don't know. It's so cute. Um, anyway, you were making a point. It was a good point. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, like, she in certain ways keeps humanity at the center of all the murder that she does. <laughs> but I'm just kind of, I'm, I, again, we don't have the answer to this question, but I'm wondering how much of that, um, is a carryover from, I guess her time with the empire, or if it's just kind of an evolution of how she felt when she was with the empire, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, also like watching her try to family is very funny. Oh God. <laughs> she just, they're like, she tries so hard. Just have a drink with us. The person who is in charge of you is already there, and she's still like, uh, "Situation normal, gotta go." I know. Uh, can't, 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 can't speak to people. Must not talk to the people that I kill other people with. I'm I, sorry. Are you talking about me and my <laughs> friends? <laughs> oh my I yeah. No, my favorite uh, thing is that like under control. Situation normal. <laughs> It's it's it is truly hilarious to me, and also, I mean, Erica knows that this says a lot about her that she's more easily able to relate to a former goddamn Imperial torture droid <laughs> than actual <laughs> human beings. Blah, 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 blah. God, her talking <laughs> yeah. to the torture droid is amazing. I yeah, no, guy. the torture droid is like one of my like top droids in Star Wars and that's that's high praise. He's a good I was going to say there's so many good droids in Star Wars and then there's C3PO. Um like he's up there with R2 for me, oh, which is like the highest fucking... of praise. Yeah. <laughs> Faux show. Oh Miranda sent a photo. I bet it's of Tony. Oh Tony <laughs> and the book that we're reading. <gasps> that nice. is topical and I will announce it on the podcast. <laughs> um, um it is super. let's let's dive a little further into the outline and talk more about Erica though because like I that question of Erica's morality, I think, is one that we can't fully answer, but we can get closer than we could have last week. Because, mm-hmm. obviously, the big twist at the end of this book is that 
as the torture droid discerned, Erika was lying. Erika did not desert before slash during Operation Cinder. She yeah. did not desert because she kind of had that conscience moment of no, no more, no more live, no more innocent lives. She completely carried out Operation Cinder to the fullest of her ability and literally only left because Major Keys ordered her to leave because he knew that she was too much of a coward to leave by herself. Yep. The so, sickness, very funny. Morality, like, and okay. so now we, we understand more about why she feels guilty this entire time and like why she feels inadequate to lead this squadron and to be a rebel because she, in some ways she is. But also yeah. interesting that we start the book off with her at Creator's Remorse and she's looking at all the other defectors and she's just like, well, I defected before you, so <laughs> what kind of trash are you? And I'm like, bitch, you would have still <laughs> been in that fucking orbital station that you just blew the fuck up if, if your boss hadn't been like, GTFO, or I will shoot you in the face or whatever. It's true. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. No. It's like a her. I don't know. It's all. Like, it's just like I. I. I wonder. Another thing I wonder about her, I guess, is like how much has she deluded herself, mm. in, like on the surface anyway, into thinking that like this was a choice that she made. Well, and like you have to, I think, at yeah. a certain point, because otherwise you just uh, want to die. You just want to. Uh, crawl up into uh i was gonna say uh the the butthole of a bantha but that is too funny to be uh, suppressing um i don't know why that came into my head um uh yeah you just want to crawl up into the butthole of a bantha and die and die uh, uh anyway i meant something serious i don't know why i anyway great it's um, still really hot in here um <laughs> no i had a point hold on <laughs> you're talking uh, about erica and you got this yes 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 we were talking about erica at, like at a certain point of course you have to uh and and like we know from the beginning that she's lying we just don't know the truth right like that's a through line through the book um forget that i just said through line through but um like it's brought up several times that she's lying and like obviously the droid is saying that to uh to aiden also and he's like yeah she's fucking lying but i don't know what the truth is and uh i I don't know um and then aiden's like but what if i did something very stupid and um made this part of a mission to make it even more dumb and dangerous than it needs to be so that I can be angry. Uh-huh. Even more angry. Like, he's already angry and hates her. Like, why does he need to, like, confirm that he has a reason to be angry? Like, it's it's just so fucking stupid. It because makes me so angry. Muckraker's gonna muckrake, I guess. Uh, <laughs> it's no, He needs it's, to go into alcoholism don't be an alcoholic anymore school. What is that called? Rehab. There we go. Jesus Got it. Got God. it. Got it. Don't Got be it. an alcoholic anymore school. <laughs> he needs to go into space rehab. There we go. I got it. I, we got there. It's. I'm sorry. It's. I am dehydrated. <laughs> Any fucking ways. Um, one of. Yeah. So speaking of that, just like bananas ass mission that he sends Nath on. 
Miranda's raising her hand, so I'm so giving it to her. <laughs> I, I wanted to make another point about Erica. Yes, ma'am. Great. <laughs> Hi, my name's Miranda, and I have more of a comment than a question. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be a white lady, but go on. <laughs> Uh, I think it's also really interesting, like, you know, given what we know about how she came to the rebellion and how she got to Traitor's Remorse now, um, there's also the the thing where she's talking about, like, when I was a little girl, I wanted to be in the rebellion, mm -hmm. so I joined the Empire. <laughs> 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 and then, like, she's in the Empire, and, like, she, she settles in, and, you know, we, we've talked about this a lot. It's complacency. And then... I hate it when you know, that happens. Keys is like, go to the fucking rebellion. And she's like, um, what if I didn't? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a rebel anymore. I changed my mind. Or I didn't change my mind, but it... Okay, it's complicated. And there's also like, you know, how much... How much can we trust her as a narrator mm -hmm. for telling us that? Mm -hmm. And like, is that... You know, it, when... We, we get that flashback, you know, like Chris said, Keys is like, you won't fucking do it otherwise, so I'm ordering you to go <laughs> desert the Empire and join the Rebellion. Like, she clearly kind of wanted to do it, but not enough to actually do it. Mm -hmm. And so she's there, and she's like, I don't, I don't belong here, which you're not wrong, but also... <laughs> This is what you fucking wanted. So if you, if you guys are good, Kate will tell you about unreliable narrators on the wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're good though. No, it is no, well, I mean I mean this is I mean, that's kind of what I was alluding to when I said like interesting that she is kind of what she's telling herself versus what she's telling us versus what Aiden eventually digs up on her. Um this is not what I was gonna say, um, before Miranda made her excellent point. But I wonder so what Erica did, and we've discussed this, or rather we alluded to this very quickly, I think, in a previous episode. What she did is what Luke Skywalker says he plans to do. He wants to go to the Academy so that he can eventually defect to join the Rebellion. And so... Man, I so think, much I mean, Luke on this fucking podcast today. <laughs> and by Luke, I mean Skywalker people. It's true. It's fine. I was going to say, isn't that the first time we mentioned Luke? <laughs> Sorry, I just meant his dumb family. Keep going. <laughs> um, but I think this just kind of shows how hard it is to get out of a just a super controlling system once you're in it. And also, it makes me wonder, like, supposing that, you know... Uncle Owen fell and hit his head, and he was like, sure, you can just go to the Academy instead of just babysitting moisture evaporators all the god goddamn long day. Um, but I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, Kristen's face as she played that clip. It was pretty perfect. Um, but, like, so supposing that Luke had actually gone to the Academy, like, would he, and he had never, like, done his like run in with obi-wan or 3po or r2 or anything hello there <laughs> would he, like would he have left i don't know yeah i mean that's a good question and that's i don't know question. either because it's i mean because like just human nature it's just so much easier to just like i 
you know, loss of inertia. Why would you not just sit there? Because you're already there anyway. I mean, I do think he's pretty I'm unhappy. Is <laughs> part I of it. He's a whiny ass motherfucking bitch. I mean, there's that, and also there's like we know that imperial brainwashing is very strong. Um, so brainwashing yeah. in my empire. <laughs> I mean, I think, think I think he would have been dissatisfied by the Empire, but how long would that have taken? You know, like yeah. like thank Kyrell, sweet angel baby, like it took him a long time to be like, oh, actually, nah. Like he, like he totally bought into the system. Like he was just like, I want to be top of the class. I want to graduate, and you know be an actual pilot i you know, he was all in on the academic competition to be the best at murder and yeah i mean even like obviously eventually he was just like he he you know met wedge and was just like jk maybe this is bad but like it took a lot honestly like i mean it, i think it well it took a lot I, when i say it took a lot i think it took more than what the average person like the average Star Wars fan hopes that it would take them oh yeah i was to just defect. Gonna, i was just gonna say uh you just described like what i would be in star wars um sure uh yes i uh just am trying to uh please my parents and get them to love me so if that means <laughs> sure. joining uh the empire and trying to get grades at murder uh, that's what I'm going to be doing. Um, and guess what? The Empire is not going to give me the space therapy I need to get over that, are they? It's true. No. Uh, this is... It's a trap! Oh my gosh. This is probably something that is like a bigger conversation, but I also think that, uh, you know, the way that we look at this, that both Erica and Luke... Uh, I don't know. Do we know where Erica's from? She's from some, like, ass orbital station she's like not even from a planet <laughs> like sorry i'm sorry <laughs> but like you know different different corners of the of the galaxy right and they're like the way to join the rebellion is to join the empire learn to fly get into a battle with the rebels and then peace out because like you know there's no one just kind of walking down the street like you know, it's. I just think that's interesting. Listen, right, yeah. Saul Guerrero would not appreciate you insinuating <laughs> that he was not asking passersby <laughs> if they wanted <laughs> if they wanted to point. join the rebellion. You know, and then shooting people who said no. Okay. <laughs> you know where Erica's from? She's from a fucking like like space trailer park is where she's from. Honestly, sure. Like same trailer, different park. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, we all know Casey Musgraves is a queer icon. <gasps> Thank you. Hi, Quinn. <laughs> Everybody says hi. He just dropped Kristen off a beer. He did. Well, and I just sweet. was dragging him in the group chat because I assumed Damn. he was ignoring me. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. A forever mood on my part. <laughs> I mean, I, I say, oh, my God, like, I don't just drag Chris on, I was going to say, like, live TV, but, like, you know, whatever, I mean, the podcast version of live, live TV. TV. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Kate's yeah. always reminding Chris that 
he she would drag him to his face and he's like oh no i know i, <laughs> I wasn't i wasn't insinuating that you wouldn't i was i was is it was more of a comment than a question it's retracted <laughs> <laughs> that's just like the most of the group chat is that um i'm going to regret this oh my goodness gracious anyway good good points hi jasper um good good points had by all uh okay all right do can we you hear him no but we can see him <laughs> oh hi jasper no, I don't. we're still we're still on we're still doing like google meet hangouts whatever the fuck and so yeah, i've got a keep doing it we've got a great fun. view of you know, we've got a great view of Jasper just being like, mom, throw the ball. <laughs> um, do we want to say anything else about Erica? Um, otherwise, I want to talk about Nath being a messy bitch. Nath is such a fucking messy bitch. <laughs> and I, uh, yes, Nath is a messy bitch. And he's like, uh, d- don't worry about me on this bombing run. I'm d- I got to go. <laughs> I know, like the entire time he's like, "Oh yeah, just like you know, do whatever." And Will's like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, "You just appear here like scanners my- there for a minute." <laughs> I know my droid's definitely not flying my ship and like missing absolutely with my missiles and shit. Like this, that's that's that's, that's not happening. That's me. Uh, suddenly I'm drunk and also I can't read. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like that's the thing too is, you know. Aiden's like big secret mission mystery murder plot thing gets revealed and it's like oh you're a petty bitch so you sent this messy bitch <laughs> off to abandon <laughs> the fucking battle did battle. everyone else think this was the most predictable thing about the book <laughs> that the Aiden's a shit Aiden we're going to fuck something up yeah well that like <laughs> Nath was going to care more about some messy shit than he did about something important and that uh aiden was going to make someone that actually cared about something more worried about something stupid than something important <laughs> oh absolutely and honestly Don't and i think over. we need to have a longer conversation about aiden but it speaks to how changeable his morality and his motivations are <laughs> Because he doesn't actually care about getting rid of Shadow Wing if he's not involved. Yeah. It's almost like some other people we know on Alphabet Squadron who don't care. Uh, they're not dead. What? Mip. Mip. Dips. Yep. But like. <laughs> so. So. Obviously, Erica knows what what her secret is. Um, and now Aiden knows. Nat How dare you knows. say Erica knows what her own secret is, Kate? I, I you know. But is she in denial? More about that on Mar- the wrap up, probably. Mar- and also probably next book when we talk about it. Um, oh no! <laughs> all right, so Erica knows that she didn't actually like. N- she defected, obviously, but she didn't like defect effect i don't know what to call that um so she knows Soft that defected. i know like she didn't defect for realsies i don't know she, she's she like are hard, there take here she hard didn't not defect right whatever that is yes so she she listened she to her that. commanding officer right so she knows that aiden knows that nath knows that kairos knows that nath got paid a <laughs> shit whack of money yep to figure that out 
Not she. Kairos doesn't necessarily know that, but she knows that like Nath has been spying. So she knows all these dumb white people are dumb white people. Sorry. Correct. <laughs> um, I don't necessarily know that any of those characters are white. Honestly, I don't think any of those characters are white, but that's some white nonsense. Anyway, it's keep true. going. It's a that's all I meant nonsense. by that. It's definitely some privilege <laughs> nonsense. Um, I attribute the whiteness to the nonsense, not the characters. Yes, it's big Karen energy. <laughs> big thank but you also like, all like so we were talking last episode about how Hera knows that there are like chips not even chips just like deep grooves in the facade that hold like of the great like I don't know what to call this the the whatever it is the surface level something or other that holds together alphabet squadron facade of Band-aids? Interconnectedness. Yes. Yeah, it's like the facade of fam- famili- f- familialness. How yes. dare you forget about the that we saw one thing that one time at that Jedi Temple, and that <laughs> didn't make us. You mean we we're not okay? You mean we're not actually besties? What's that about? <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Hera Her- spoke one time. Okay. <laughs> so Hera knows, like, from on a general level. What is wrong with all of these motherfuckers? But underneath all that, which Hera doesn't know, but Aiden does because he's a piece of shit, is what else is happening? And so, like, I don't know. I'm just, like, I'm waiting for these cracks of just secrets and mistrust and secrets being revealed leading to more mistrust to pop up in the future. And, like, I don't know. I'm just afraid. I'm just, like... I mean, I was already afraid for the second book just before knowing literally anything about the first book because Alexander Freed is out to murder all of us. Um, but I'm just waiting for these, I guess, heartbreaking moments where like serious deep truths get revealed and people feel betrayed. And because people people feel betrayed, other people die. So, you know, Shadowfall is going to be cool shit. Is all I'm saying to y'all, I guess. It's going to be bad, just like every trilogy in the Star Wars movie is horrible and heartbreaking mm-hmm. in the Star Wars. I yeah, no. The Star Wars movie in the Star Wars canon. It's true. Yeah, no. Canon. Like, we have, we have, like we've got, say. yes, like, we've gotten our setup. Like, part two is definitely where she gets super way fucked. And I'm afraid. Yep. Yeah, there was a lot of, like, I'm not dead yet during this, which is. Except they all super wanted to die. I know. Well, it's like, just like I'm not, I'm not dead yet is never a good thing in Star Wars because then that means you're all you're gonna die. Um, <laughs> Chat. It's a whole. Th- it's a whole thing. Um, great. What? Where else are we? On. Oh yeah, I was adding something to the thing, and I need to go back up to the now times. Um, uh, this doesn't seem super important to the plot but maybe it is if you consider like the relationships between and among the folks in alphabet squadron but kairos is a butterfly yes I note about this i'm glad you noticed that too because that was probably one of the most interesting things for me in this book about her character mm-hmm. yes yeah. i said who's to say whether or not it's an actual or metaphorical cocoon because we know she's, like, literally wrapped up like a fucking mummy. She's got band- bandages all over. I was going to say band-aids. That's wrong again. <laughs> um, 
she's got band-aids all over her um <laughs> and she doesn't like to talk ever um unless it's important which is like you know something all of us can learn from <sighs> um what a fact <laughs> yep uh but kairos is but again she's one of these characters that like is heavily involved in the plot and has moved the story along tremendously but whom we haven't gotten a lot of first person accounts from um which just like makes her this super amazing complex character and like good job alexander freed writing that into the story because fuck that's hard um but just like we love like i love her as a character i think we all like have an Mm -hmm. affinity we're like Oh, um, she hates everyone, which I think we can all like. <laughs> I was supposed to say, can't fucking relate to that. Same. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, she's almost the most ideologically committed of the whole squadron in a way. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. Because she's the only one who actually believes in Adon. Aiden, damn it. <laughs> Listen. Aiden fucking. That's how I read it, and that's how it is in my brain. I always get the names pronounced. It's okay. Name Shave you in the wrong. kidney. That's and okay. that's fine. Um, Thank goodness you have someone who like, can't read on this podcast. Erica is like, you know, Erica, we've talked about her motivations are fake at best. Nath <laughs> is blatantly in it for the money. Damn. That's a fucking burn, okay, okay. Chris. Erica's... Fake at best was rude. Okay, maybe they were fake at best, but also she's just kind of like, I need to redeem myself. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> and like, let me make sure fewer people die than we're supposed to. So That's it's like, true. It, is, like it is a little bit of a like she decides that she wants redemption. Not oh yeah, like, I was gonna she, say she she's definitely that. redeemed yeah. a little bit, but I think you're right. Like, but yeah, rude, even, but right. But even more than Erica <laughs> wants redemption, I think Kairos wants redemption. Yeah, like, exactly. And yeah. like I was gonna say, Will cares is, because he's a soft boy. I was gonna say, but, Will has never done anything wrong, isn't it? In his entire life. He wants to go home. Like, his big motivation is he wants to go home and for people to not die. He, he doesn't necessarily care about his saving ship. them. He, he just wants them not to die. Hug his dog and his parents <laughs> and, and, his and his dragon. Listen, his dog is his dragon. It's whatever. Like, but he like, just he wants just... to eat himself the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. And Chas just kind of wants to die at this stage. Yeah. Can't relate. And <laughs> she's very way. mad at Will for not letting her die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is like... and But except for like for a second, she's like, but if I died during this, would anyone even remember me? Who cares? I still want to die. <laughs> it's right. like... And, and so it's just... <gasps> Bitch, it's do you hear yourself? Just to like t- take it back to Kairos, it's interesting just because she and like remember at the beginning of the book, she almost kills Erica when Erica's stealing the X Wing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, and the one, I honestly, honest to God, I don't remember if it was in this book or if it was in the excerpt of Alpha Squadron that came out last week, but there is like a single Kairos, I think it was in this one. There's like a single Kairos, like small chapter, and oh, yeah, it wasn't this one. Sorry, we're oh, back. Bye. Um, Jesus. And she, she, in her mind, the first way she refers to Erica is as the traitor. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. nobody else cares about that. Like, yeah. Chas just thinks she's a bitch. Will <laughs> wants to go home. Nath Doesn't couldn't care. possibly care less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cares about nothing. And Kairos is the only person who, who like, feels a way about her and her motive and her past and her motivations. So it's... <sighs> We don't know what Kairos' motivations are, except that they're the purest in a in a weird way. 
Yeah, oh, and I mean, I, like, Nath, sorry, Burp, I just don't want to lose this because my brain is very broken. Um, <laughs> I mean, we find out from uh, from Nath that when he figures out his whole squadron is, uh, or he when he figures out everyone is dead who killed his squadron, he is like, uh, I mean, who uh, who said that that was okay to do that thing, though? Did you consider that I have a plan B and also care about other things besides that he doesn't? He really doesn't. And when he found out the people that like were in hand-to-hand combat, I mean, ship-to-ship combat with his squadron, he fucking loses his goddamn fucking mind. Sorry, that was my point. That was the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kairos is other than I'd say Hera mm. the person the being no idea what Hera or what uh, Kairos is no one what knows planet she's from who's to say <laughs> but she is like without a doubt one of the only folks who actually understands what's going on and like what you know moving parts are there like she's mm-hmm. in on the the Aiden and Nath shit she super doesn't fucking trust Erica. She's like, ah, you you say you're a rebel, but like, but like, she's just like, have you like chopped off your own arm to be a fucking rebel? I don't think so. She's like, well, that that thing happened, but my ship blew up and it hurt me. <laughs> I don't know whether it was a mistake or not, but yes, it, I still think about it sometimes. Ouch. <laughs> But I, I think that combined with like how little we know about her, except Butterfly, um, like I, I think that's what makes her such an interesting character, and that is a point. Yes. No, I agree. <laughs> it's a great I agree point. with that. I, I'm very curious. I mean, I'm curious to see every single character's development over the course of this trilogy, obviously. But I'm curious to know whether Kairos is. So she starts as like a supreme murder being and then she goes into this cocoon where he's literally a mummy and she kind of feels bad about how murder-tastic she is but also she's using murder for good now so like what's going on there so like is the final stage of kairos like kind of like a pure stop miranda you're the worst Kate just got so mad. She was making a point. (laughs) I'm gonna fucking... Is the final stage of Kairos that she is a beautiful, peaceful butterfly more along the lines of Mon Mothma or the Guardians of the Wills or something? Or is she just supreme murder butterfly on the side (laughs) of good? Who's to say? We don't know what happens to butterflies in space, Kate. It's true. Who's to say? Who's to say except for Freed? We don't know. So <laughs> I'm just laughing at Butterfly and Mothma in the same sentence. Uh, <laughs> oh, God Christ. Uh, <laughs> I'm never talking again. Jesus. <laughs> uh, to your point, Kate, I think both both would be good there. Hmm. Can I get a pork and like, buffa? Poor K. No, those? Both. So, oh. yeah. So then that says to me more like, almost more like Jedi than anything else. Mm. So I'm curious. No. Jedi. She's Mon Mothma if Mon Mothma recognized that it's Star Wars. 
Ooh. She just likes I can't, to, she I just love likes to wear white all the time and s- call it star piece and say, I look like I am perhaps symbolic of a dove because I'm wearing all white. Oh, Christ almighty. Doves are symbols of peace, my friends. I'm going to fucking... It's just really overt. And I'm we love it because it's be Star Wars. See, um, you love it. I'm going to be so glad when I'm done taking literature classes for my master's degree yay. in fiction because I am tired of talking about the symbolism of things. It's I like, said because like, I definitely <laughs> don't include symbolism of things in my own writing, whatever. I'm going to stop talking now. It doesn't matter. Everything's perfect and you're a perfect <laughs> writer. Um, cool. Uh... Um, is that all we want to cut? We There's really like bounced s- all over this fucking we, outline yeah, we, today. We, we've kind of left the outline in the dust. I think the only thing... It's not a bad thing, no, though. I feel not. like we've had a good conversation. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, no, we had a great conversation. I, I think there's plenty for us to talk about next week. The one thing that I think is quick that I'd like to talk about is... Into the microphone, if you wish. Is the two sides <laughs> kind of coming together, and, or not coming together, but coming to terms with reality and for Mm. erica that's kind of her moment of clarity where she realizes that she fucked up but she can still save people and that's like kind of the first time that she's like actually ideologically committed to something since she joins the cause this is a rescue mission and then on the other side you have nares who dies not realizing that she made a huge mistake essentially god that was such a fucking it was just like it was such an unexpected, I feel like, knife in the gut from Free that I was going to feel anything for her. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, you all you wanted to do was serve what you thought was correct. Well, and she then, was like a bad bitch in that way that we like are. And I don't I guess I shouldn't say we in that. Like, I found her to be a bad bitch in that way that she was like. These fucking rebels. They're like little gnats coming through like my minefield. And then she was like, I'm not impressed. I'm just annoyed. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> bitch, they're going to destroy your station. And somehow you are not yet thinking about that, even though you know that it's plausible and possible because you're smart. What the fuck? Right. But, like, she, like, I mean, we, we've we seen previously people in the Empire being part of the Empire because they think that that's what's right. Mm. Um, but with the, maybe with the exception of, like, Sienna, Sienna Ree mm. in Lost Stars, like, no one ever really, like, stops, like, pauses to think about what the actual, like, implications of doing bad shit is like they do these genocide things and they're like because reasons and even Erica's like because reasons mm-hmm. but like Norris like has that moment like like you were saying Chris right before she dies where she's just like oh fuck me <laughs> like guess hey. I'll die hey droid bitch can you tell me now no <laughs> oh no I've made a huge mistake I know <laughs> yeah. I mean it's it's kind of the ultimate dehumanization of Imperials, yeah. right? Because mm. the whole thing about the rebels is that they're all about their, for lack of a better term, humanity, their souls. Mm-hmm. Like the individual, indivi- like, like there is a value in the individual as well as the collective. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. 
And like, and that's what Erica comes to understand that it's not about the mission and it's not about the collective squadron. It's about the people involved and her, her people and the people below. But Nares realizes that she can run her corner of the empire as well and as competently as she wants. And she can have her people who she likes and they're going to die because they're TIE pilots and they mm-hmm. all die. And what they're they all say? replaceable. Seven months? Yeah. That's yeah. the first time we heard that shit. I was like, uh-uh. Uh, yeah, no, I think we all, like, kind of, like, knew that. I think that was something we could definitely infer from, like, yeah, the way but... the TIE ships are designed and the way the TIE pilots are the mentality that is instilled in them to fly. But, like, seeing that as a number was yeah crazy. Truly. How dare you insinuate that the Empire doesn't care about its TIE pilots? Yep. But yeah, and like she can do as much as she wants to try and make her corner bearable. And it's not like she's not a true believer. She is. She calls the rebel separatists for the entire for her entire life that we know of. Hilarious. And but at the end of the day, the system doesn't care. Like it could not give less of a shit. She is as much of a tool as her star destroyer is to the system. And she's a tool. Ha ha ha. Oh, that's so good. No disintegrations. God. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, that was all just to kind of like look at that dichotomy and how it like kind of just comes back to what Star Wars is at the end. Like the, the, the foundational message of Star Wars in a, in a way so depressing that only Freed can do it. <laughs> what else did what else did but, he write? Twilight Company. No, it's yeah. like you as an individual matter and also you're going to die. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck, but man. that's that's a really important point to um, like with her death to juxtapose that against uh, what happens to keys mm. at the end. Mm. You know, the the new Republic, you know, like CIA bullshit, whatever they're called. Um, they come to like try to arrest him kill him who's to say mm-hmm. so he kills them and then he's like i gotta go back and fix this whole fucking thing myself yep when it's like that my guy <laughs> you've been and or you were in the empire long enough to know that that's not how that works mm-hmm. you missed the point better than anyone You're, i've ever seen <laughs> yeah like that you're out like you're not gonna benefit by going back to the empire it's clearly over like to a degree it's certainly over as it existed before like what are you trying to accomplish i can't wait to hear what he's trying to accomplish in the next fucking book i know that's for fucking sure yeah no we'll talk we'll talk a little bit about um post and or imperial splinter groups and philosophies and things yeah next time around especially because the grand admiral herself ray sloan is going to be in the squadrons video game which we're very excited about and i'm sure we'll talk about a lot a lot about her honestly next next go around um base on yeah but no that's that's an excellent point cool all right, Chris, can you uh, take us out? Yeah, so we'll leave it there. We'll pick it back up next week when we wrap up Alphabet Squadron by Alexander Freed. In the meantime, stay inside, stay safe, unless you're protesting, in which case, fuck, fuck the police and go fuck shit up responsibly. Uh, after Alphabet Squadron, we are going to be moving on 
to, yes, it is finally time for Galaxy's Edge Black Spire by Delilah S. Dawson. LOL. Is it actually, is it ever time for that? An event? Uh... (laughs) Because 2020 hasn't hit us enough. Uh, In the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at BookWarsPod. Email us, BookWarsPod at gmail.com. And rate, review, and subscribe to us and the Tashi Station Radio Mega Feed to help people discover the show. Again, instead of giving us money via Patreon or coffee, please donate to racial justice and social justice causes near and dear to your heart, whether that's local organizations, uh, national organizations, just do some research, uh, make sure the money is actually used well, and then give as generously as you are able during these tough times. Our um, theme song is with Bang. Hold on. If you're going to uh, buy the book that we continually drag before we've read it on the podcast, do it at a black one bookstore. Oh, great. yeah. If you're going to spend money on Black Spire, please, God, give that money to black people. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We will put um, in the episode description of this slash tweet out. Um, a reliable list of black owned bookstores for y'all to purchase from not only black spire but also like literally anything you read so yeah and we'll tweet it too all damn books uh our theme song is whiz bang by poddington bear our logo and artwork are by joe butera design i am chris for kate Kristen, and miranda thank you for listening to this episode of the book wars pod i'll talk to you next week i'm going to regret this <laughs> <laughs> Me always. (laughs) Yes.